0: viewers and listeners meat hook jim here with episode whatever it is of the wrestle horror podcast and this time around we're going to do a wrap up of the new ohio wrestling show at the ohio state fair joining me of course new ohio wrestling promoter donnie hoover we've hey, got everybody we've got peachy rodriguez one of our referees
1: how you guys doing
0: and where would we be without our play-by-play man mr john orlando Hey, how's it going, everybody? And we are just going to talk about a phenomenal show that we had this past weekend. The ins and outs, behind the scenes, some funny things that might have happened. It was just really, really a good show. Wouldn't you agree, guys? Oh, 100%. Yeah.
2: yeah. Like I say, we're just going to chat about the weekend and just have some fun with it. Just a little, little off the grid of you know, what we're normally doing on here.
0: Right, and don't and for those of you that listen to us and watch us for the horror part, it's coming. I promise.
2: <laughs> right, and there's definitely going to be some haunt stuff coming. You just got to bear with us as we get this wrestling stuff through.
0: Right. So, uh, you know, we started out on a Friday afternoon, and quite frankly, it, it was kind of. I think everybody was kind of nervous if we were even going to have a crowd, given the the time of day that the show was.
2: Yeah, uh, it was actually Friday morning. We were uh, actually with the first people there. Was right. Baker and uh, Ashton, or not Ashton? Um, what was his name? I'm sorry, i don't forgot his name already. He's gonna be mad. I don't know. What was his? Oh, Devlin. I'm sorry, Devlin. He's a new student. I only met him once. So yeah, Ash, our Baker and Devlin was the first ones there. And uh, when me and Terry and uh, Dirk got there with the ring and everything, so yeah, we got started a little after 8 a.m. and and uh, just went the whole two days. But, yeah, we didn't think Friday from 1 to 3 in the afternoon would be a good time because people work and stuff. But I was uh, actually pleasantly surprised at the turnout we had on Friday, so I couldn't complain.
0: Well, I got to agree. It was it was a little bit nerve-wracking. I mean, even like 10 minutes to showtime, it was like, where is everybody? <laughs> right. You know,
3: know, yeah, uh, I may interject, I think <clears throat> one of the things that helped us out was that the weather was not too bad. I mean, it was warm but it wasn't oppressive like it has been in previous years. And, uh, you know, even in that pavilion, we had a great cross breeze coming over, uh, you know, from, I don't know if that would be east to west or whatever direction it was, but it, it really made things uh, for both days somewhat pleasant to be out there in that pavilion.
0: Oh, mm. well, I agree. And, you know, one of the funny things was some of the, some of the talent, obviously, was there ahead of time um, at Ben Boone. He got into his full gear with his cape and everything, <laughs> and he's walking up and down the midway just being Ben Boone, the bachelor. I mean, <laughs> I, I can only imagine how many roses he gave away.
2: Oh, yeah, he was having fun. He, he put on Facebook here. there's a picture of him where there was three people on stilts, and he's, like, standing in front of them, and he's got his cape all spread out. And uh, so you could just tell he was out there having fun, just, you know, killing time before the show started. And I'm sure he's drawing up some interest too, so that wasn't that wasn't bad on top.
0: well, you know it was that, and not only not only Ben but onyx onyx went out into the crowd trying to drum up some business now mm-hmm. for those of you who have never seen onyx uh, the 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 crowds just park for this man i mean he's huge. he's massive yeah. he can, he can bench press a small car so <laughs> right. I mean.
3: He draws a crowd no matter what. He stands out because he's mm-hmm. gigantic
0: and in a good way. Right, right, right. He reminds me of a really muscle-bound shaft. <laughs> <laughs> With the sunglasses and everything, you know, it's just
2: like mm. oh, yes. that's, it. that's a new gimmick for him. Let's get our boats. <laughs> and we'll, there have to you get go. The, we'll have to get the song, get the music. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I said the crowd, actually I was nervous about the crowd though. We literally had got there, like I said, at 8 a.m. And by 8.30, we had already had people coming up asking us when the show started. I mean, we didn't have our signs and stuff unloaded out of the van. We had like nothing unloaded and people was already coming up to us and asking what time the show started. So that started making me feel a little better. But still in the back of my mind, I'm like, it's Friday from 1 to 3. Like nobody's going to be here. So, yeah, like I said, I was pleasantly surprised. And and Onyx and Boone did help by going out and doing that.
3: Well, and I think one other thing, too, that if, if I can just discuss real quick, uh, there's probably some people out there that don't understand the environment that we were in. A, a fair show is unlike any other type of wrestling show that you can do. I mean, Peachy, you know, and Donnie, you know, it's not like a regular show where people want to come and see pro wrestling. Right. It's a show where you have some folks that want to see pro wrestling, but a vast majority of them are stopping by out of curiosity, um, or they want to just sit down for a few minutes, they have a hot dog that they want to eat, and they yeah. stay for a match or two, and then they leave. And I think that some people that maybe were there might go, oh my gosh, all these people are, you know, are here, and then like 20 of them left after that match. That's typical, that's what happens. That's not a bad thing. The, the, to me, the victory was made when all those seats were filled for that yeah. match. 20 people leave, you get 10 more or 15 more back, and you start all over again. The process is again, and you're getting those eyes. And, and that's how it works. So mm-hmm. I think that uh, for those folks that maybe maybe they were there and they thought, well, this seems weird that there's all these people leaving. No, this is how it works in a fair show.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was kind of, like I said, when I saw that after the first match, because I saw the crowd was there, and I was like pleasantly surprised. And next, I've done fair shows, so I knew what they were about, but I've never promoted a fair show. So I was kind of like nervous when the match ended and I seen this big group of people just start getting up and walking out. And I was like, Oh crap, man. So I walked in. So then it basically, it dawned on me like, this is like the Arnold but at the Arnold, we deal with the same thing. You know, you got to people sit down after every match, Oh, big thunderstorm outside. Um, <laughs> after, uh, you know, the match, people get up, leave and the next waves comes and sits down. And, uh, so when I saw him get up and leave, I got nervous. But then when I saw others like wander in, I was like, okay, so yeah, this is like the Arnold. It's going to be like this all weekend. So I kind of calmed down on that part of it.
0: Hey Peachy, what was your take on everything? You've been awfully quiet. You know, I, I was really surprised
1: um, as well with Friday. I mean, there was definitely a one to three is not when you expect people to be at a wrestling show on on a Friday. You know, and then Saturday was was even better when I looked out um, during one of the matches that I wasn't involved in, and I saw people standing behind all the all the people that were sitting on that far side.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely the biggest crowd we've ever had, and and uh, I was glad to see it, not just for us, but for the the guys in the ring, gals in the ring, because that's important to them when they walk out there and. And there's a big crowd like that, you know, it gives them that little extra shot of adrenaline and it goes all the way back to the locker room. Cause you can, the guys in the back are looking through the peep holes and watching and they're telling the other guys, Hey, there's a hot crowd or the crowds packed or, you know, whatever. So when there was and you know, like I said, I don't know exact numbers, but I, I would say there's probably around 500 plus at certain times. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the guys, so when the people saw that, you know, it gives them that little shot of adrenaline to where they want to go out and do more. To uh, just try to get get in with that crowd. Well, I, I, if I may,
3: real quick, sorry, Jim, I didn't
2: mean to interrupt. Right?
3: One thing That's that right. surprised me was that, and I don't know, I don't know why I thought this, but I just thought Saturday's crowd might be a little bit more rowdy than it was. Yeah. you know, I just assumed that Saturday night, maybe people have had a few drinks. Maybe, and, and, and that was a good thing, maybe, and a bad thing. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, it, it works both ways. But I was kind of surprised that they weren't more boisterous, louder, uh, you know, especially when we started clicking around that 8.30, 9 o'clock time frame. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, there's still, there still was a great crowd, no doubt about it. But I kind of was a little bit surprised that we didn't have, uh, you know, a lot more loud and rowdy and rambunctious.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I did notice in certain spots, if I stood in certain areas, that the noise level seemed to be louder than others. So I don't know if it was – I mean, yeah, they could have been more rowdy and chanting and all that, but I don't know if it was, like, the pavilion. You know, like the sound levels were different in certain areas, but I did kind of notice that. Um, so – but, yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, I was looking for more chants and more – but, again, it's a fair crowd. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of them don't – really. They're they're they are they don't know what to do. So each match they have to be trained and taught how to react. So
0: mm-hmm. – Mm-hmm. What what I noticed was uh, you know sitting at my position over by uh, John and uh, the hot commodity Matt Mason, um, in between my ring announcing, yeah okay the crowd was a little cool at times but when there was a big spot, the crowd popped and they popped hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, which yeah. is great, you know. I mean, that's the guys did what they did and they accomplished what they want. They got the pop. Mm-hmm. But you know, it was a little cool. But the pops were there when they needed to be, and of course, uh, with the Black Superman onyx, that was just a constant pop. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Yep. Yeah, he's always uh, he's always great with crowds, great with kids, and that that's the West. Probably the main thing I like about him is he's such he's so good with kids and and with fans and stuff, and that's why Terry suggested after his match on Saturday that he go out. And, and get the kids in the ring and take pictures and then take pictures with people outside, because that's kind of like his specialty. That's what he does. You know, he goes, he goes out and he mingles with the kids and the fans and they just love it. And they like, even Lee, Lee, Lee from the Arnold came out and joined us and had their own booth. And even she was, you know, getting into him when he was there. She was asking like when her champion, cause he's the Arnold sports world kids and teens expo champion. She was asking when her champions coming on. So she could watch and pay attention. And, uh, so, yes, yeah, like I said, he just, that's just what he does. You know, he gets, he gets people involved and gets their heart and gets, you know, and gets them, like, emotionally invested into what's going on. Well, so, can we
3: talk for a minute about some of the new faces that we saw
2: over the
0: weekend? Absolutely, yeah, we, let's.
3: Yeah, I mean, Onyx has been with us since day one, and, and by all means, a very important part of the roster. But uh, I was quite impressed with many of the newcomers that made their debut this
2: weekend absolutely yeah we had three of them uh three new guys come in from tennessee from down south um we had a new woman come in katie arquette and uh, i thought she did fantastic uh, her and zoe had a great match and just seemed like everything clicked and uh she was uh you know real real nice in the back real friendly polite and uh, respectful which is what we need in the back we don't need you know divas in the locker room and she definitely wasn't that and uh so yeah she was really impressive and you know kevin zion you know, all those guys were, were just great, in my opinion. And uh, I talked to all three of them, and we're definitely going to have them back for the Arnold. Uh, Nick Stanley, Alex Taylor, again, both of those guys were great. Uh, real professional, real friendly. Didn't cause any, any drama in the back. Uh, their, their work rate was very good. They had some good matches. And uh, so, yeah, so we're definitely going to have those guys back for the Arnold. And uh, so it's nice to it's nice to bring in new people and give them a try and see how they do. And it just uh, you know, we're fortunate that they just seem to work out for us.
0: Yeah, I'm
2: sorry. No, no, you go ahead.
0: I was going to say regarding the the guys from Tennessee, Alex and uh, Nick, I believe it was, they had a stellar match. I thought they they were real professional and uh, very entertaining. And I matter of fact, I even told uh, uh, one of the guys that works at Tried and True uh, down there in Tennessee what a great job they did. I was talking to him today. So,
3: P- Peachy, you kind of were familiar with those three guys, right? You've worked other shows with them, correct?
1: Yeah, I, I was. I actually worked a show with them uh, over in Fort Wayne, Indiana, uh, wrestling for Warriors, and they were part of a six-man scramble match. And usually any of us that have been around those know that they can become uh, quite a mess real quick sometimes. And the six guys that were in there, uh, they held it all together. And, and I'll be honest with you, it was one of the better ones that I've been in. And that's what kind of caught my eye. And when Donnie said that he wanted some new talent, I reached out to him and, and they were more than
2: happy to come up. Yeah, they, they were definitely good guys to get.
3: I thought Kevin Zion and Celeste Taylor had a, a fantastic match. and As a matter of fact, maybe one of the best matches on uh, the show Saturday and on Friday, I thought that those two guys had a really good match. Um, and I agree also to Donnie, I think the ladies had a fantastic match. Yeah. As well, I mean, uh, it, was, it was really, really well done. And, and, and just I think it really had the captivation of the uh, of the fans there on Saturday.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. And they took it outside and, and, you know, the fans always like it when the women go on the outside and stuff, but it's just, it's a, it's a different perspective. I mean, we have tons of men that get on there and wrestle and fight on the outside, but when you, when you see the women go out on the outside, it just, you know, the fans kind of get into it a little more. And uh, yeah, so yeah, they did, they did great. And uh, Zoe's always on point. She's, you know, I don't think I've ever seen her have a bad day here in a long time. So um, yeah, so I, I was pleasantly pleased.
3: And one one other,
2: maybe we should mention too, because he was kind of a
3: last minute uh, addition to the show was Chris Moore, who I thought held his own with Onyx. And there's not too many men in the sport of pro wrestling that can say they can hold their own, Onyx.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I was definitely. That was another uh, person that Peachy had mentioned and get in, and reached out to. Uh, we had, like I said, we had a few cancellations on this event a lot of injuries and surgeries and stuff going around it seemed like um so yeah like i said peachy stepped up and got us got the spots filled for us and uh, this you know this show here i honestly say i d- didn't have one single issue with any other any other wrestlers or referees or anybody like everybody was professional everybody was having fun everybody was respectful everybody went out there and worked hard. Um, you know, guys stepped up when we needed, you know, some extra matches added in to, to keep with times. Guys stepped up and put together their own matches, and and uh, yes, yeah, so, I mean this was the, the roster we had Friday and Saturday is probably the best one we've had to date. I think.
0: You know. And I'll
1: mention i mention one last name too is is Eli McFly. Uh, he's been around for quite a few years, and uh, just you know he, he kind of gets more booked in Indiana than anywhere. And I said, why Why don't we try him out too? You know, he's, he's local and, you know, he came out and, you know, definitely, definitely got the Ohio state fans going.
2: Uh, oh Yeah. <laughs> <with> <laughs> yeah his, I oh. I even asked him, I was like, you live in. <laughs> yeah. I even asked him, I was like, you live in Columbus and you've never reached out to us. Why? And I was that just yeah. baffled me. And he, you know, he told me why and stuff or why he didn't have, because of his schedule and all that that yeah. he has. Yeah. And, uh, But, yeah, so that's another one, and I'm glad you mentioned his name, another one that we said that we would bring back for the Arnold. So, you know, so the Arnold spots are already starting to fill up. (laughs) It's like.
0: (laughs) You know, I got to say, one of the more uh, entertainings is too simple a term, Jake (laughs) Ely. He just, he makes me laugh.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's becoming Terry's favorite. She's starting to really like his character. He's coming she said he's coming out of the shell now, and she's starting yeah. to like him.
3: Yeah, as as hot commodity Matt Mason likes to say, Jake Ely's kind of got that Brian Pillman like feel to him or vibe to yeah. him. Right. You know, a little bit. Uh, you know, and uh he certainly is coming into his own as well.
0: Yeah, I could see a little bit of the loose cannon in him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, most definitely. Um, but overall, um, I don't know. Peachy, what did you think were some of the better matches that you were involved with or that you witnessed over the weekend? I think that, uh, you know, Jim,
1: Jim mentioned Nick Stanley and Alex Taylor earlier. I think that it's a different style than what Columbus is used to. You know, so it was it was something more than just, just the norm. You know, I hate to say it like that, but, you know, it, it gave the fans a little something different to chew on and – I think they they thoroughly enjoyed it. They were they were behind Alex, and you know, and they definitely did not like Nick Stanley coming out acting like he was, you know, God's gift to women and all this stuff. And you know, they, it 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 just I think it was really good. I think that you know everything was spot on, and you know, I think it it, it got what we wanted out of it. Mm-hmm. Any other ones, man? There's so many. The, everything everything flowed really good. Um, both days, you know, Friday and Saturday, I think everything, but, uh, you know, another one, you know, will Matt Taylor and Robbie Starr on Saturday. I think that was, you know, definitely the highlight of the
2: night was, was Robbie winning the title. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was definitely the the new Ohio wrestling title, uh, sequence of exchanges <laughs> was, was definitely something that uh, people was talking about.
0: If and, I could, uh, if I could step in for a minute, Donnie, we're uh, going to have to, t- we're going to have to take a short break and restart this. Um, But stay tuned because we got a lot more to talk about from New Ohio Wrestling at the Ohio State Fair. Let's
3: all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Delicious things to eat. The popcorn can't be beat. The sparkling drinks are just dandy,
0: the chocolate bars and the candy. So let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Okay. And now we're back from the break. Uh, Everybody had to go get a beer, get a smoke. um, (laughs) Hey, but smokers are jokers, Jim. What are you you doing? I I agree 100%. Um, But uh, we're back to talk about now at the Ohio State Fair. And, uh, guys, uh, why don't we talk about a couple of the matches? We we don't want to go through – there's a lot of matches, so we're not going to go through all 14 matches. But let's talk about a couple of the the highlights and uh, things that went on during uh, the Ohio State Fair.
3: Well, I'll I'll go first real quick because I think that – one of the matches that – and, and Peachy, you alerted, uh, alluded to this. You know, when you get multi-person matches, sometimes they do become a mess. And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think – I think, Donnie, we can be honest that we had planned to do a battle royal uh, on Friday, and that didn't work out because some, some people didn't show up uh, right. for various different reasons. Yep. And so we, at the last minute, threw together a three-way dance that was really much better than anticipated, in all honesty. I- yeah, in all honesty, you look at, you know, here are three young guys that got thrown into this literally at the last minute. Mm-hmm. This, has, this is the recipe for a train wreck. And it was an actually very good entertaining match. And hats off to all three of those guys.
2: Yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, Baker, Ashton Day, and uh, Devlin Cassidy. Um, and, and I will be honest, when the idea was brought up to me, I, my first instinct was like, no way. And I was nervous. Uh, not that I didn't have faith in them. I just, like you said, three ways can turn into a train wreck real quick with the younger guys. And then uh, so I basically, I literally went to Baker and I was like, have you ever done a three-way before? And, and he said, yeah, but not many. And uh, I said, well, you know, do you know, like some of the stories that go along with telling a story of a three-way? And, and uh, he didn't seem like you know, too confident. So I just said, well, go to Peachy. I said, uh, get, your, you know, get the other two guys, go to Peachy. Peachy will put it together for you, and then I think you guys will be good. And uh, so, yeah, so I will admit I was nervous when it started, but I was definitely pleasantly surprised. It actually was way better than I was expecting it to be. Um, I didn't see any confusion. I didn't see any, like, miss spots that were real noticeable. Um, you yeah, know, everything flowed good. It, you know, they told a story like they, like they were supposed to. And, uh, yeah, I was definitely uh, pleasantly surprised with it.
0: You know, I've got to say, uh, uh, Baker really, um, you know, he really, uh, took control of the match and he was really entertaining. Uh, and before the match, I know at least four times you, Donnie, you and I were talking and he's just like, this is going to be a train wreck. I know it. I know it's just going to be a train wreck. <laughs> I'm so nervous about this match. Uh, mm-hmm. but, but the Baker, he's, he's a unique character and he, all of the guys did well. It was uh, a pleasant, like you said, pleasantly surprised. Oh, and yeah.
3: you know what? Just just to, to to sell the idea, and it's true, we've seen it with our own eyes. You can get three veterans in a three way dance, and it turn into a complete train wreck. Oh, it's yeah. just that style of a match when you have all that happening. And Peachy, hats off to you to 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 kind of quarterbacking that and getting those guys all on the same page.
2: Thank yeah, you. I've I've done three way matches before, and I'll be honest, I didn't i wasn't a big fan i didn't like them because they, they for me they're too confusing and uh yeah it's just so hard to tell a story for a three-way match and nice. uh so that was probably like one of my least favorite matches to do and uh so yeah so kudos to those, to those guys they really like stepped up and and uh I was talking to you know people later and and people when referring to the baker it's it's like something in him's just kind of switched, you know, like he was, you know, he was training, he was training, he was getting it, he was struggling, he was getting better, getting better. And then all of a sudden it just seems like something switched in his head and he just gets it now. And it's like he's improving from what I can tell, from what I've seen, he's improving a lot you know, every time. So, you know, good for him. We're, we're happy to see that. I agree. And, and he has a great character too. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got donuts on his thing, but come on, man. <laughs> yeah, <I> mean,
0: <laughs> but but it's, great. A great,
3: it's a great gimmick that he really goes out there and gives everything he's got And, oh, yeah. and you know, for that gimmick, and it works, and the people react to it, and the kids like it. And sure, it's silly. Sure, it's goofy. But personally, I think you need, you need a little bit of that on a roster. You can't have all uh, high-flying guys. You can't have all – you know, badasses. You can't have all the strength, men. I really believe, as Mick Foley mentioned, you know, in his book, you need to have a little bit of everything. You know, you have to have the thirty-one flavors. You know, oh, when, yeah. when it comes to wrestling roster.
2: Yeah, I think his singlet's great. I love it. Every time I see it, I just smile and laugh. Like he's got donuts on his singlet.
0: <laughs> I was tickled when um, I had his cards for announcing, uh, and it said he was from Hershey, Pennsylvania. And he weighed in at 260 pound cakes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. He's, he's making it work, man. Kudos to him.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think the baker's a great, great character. And he, uh, definitely, has,
1: he definitely has the energy, too. That's what makes it. it could, he could have the goofy singlet and he could have, you know, the music and everything. But he puts the effort into it. He makes, oh, yeah. he makes it work for him.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed.
0: Well, what are some of the other matches you guys thought really stood out? I mean, you know. Um, from
2: Friday, I would probably say, I mean, of course, you know, Brandon Fields, Matt Taylor, Ethan Wright, and Sles uh, Taylor, they always bring it. They've worked each other numerous times. Those are always great matches. Uh, Bruce and Ben, you know, they had the uh, the the task of basically being first out. So they had to basically train the fair people on who to boo, who to cheer, how to do it, you know, train the crowd. And I think they did they did that very well. Um, you know, they went out, they it, it took them a while to get started. And I, I understood why, because, you know, again, you know, they had to teach the crowd what to do and what not to do. And fans that aren't wrestling fans like people that would go to the fair to sit down and watch they may not know that they're allowed to yell at the wrestlers or call them names or clap and cheer, you know, so they have to be taught that. And uh, to me, that's what I was thinking Bruce and Ben were out there doing, you know, training the, the crowd, getting them ready for the rest of the day. And I think they did a good job with that. And, uh, you know, Avery and Onyx, you know, that's, you know, that's always a good one. You know, Avery's, you know, he, he can work with pretty much anybody, same as Onyx. And I thought that went over well. Um, but, you know, obviously the main thing that stood out was uh, Taylor finally beating Fields for the title. And uh, to, to the joy of, seemed like everybody on the internet that night, <laughs> we were getting a lot of feedback, congratulating <laughs> him and all that. So, um, so that was good to see that, it, you know, it actually got that big of a response.
0: Well, as a matter of fact, uh, Matt stood there probably about a good 10, 15 minutes taking pictures with fans. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, the kids just really loved it. And Matt's a hometown favorite, so I saw John doing strange I, things. No,
3: I, <laughs> I, accidentally,
0: I accidentally clicked a button, and you all disappeared. And I'm like, what?
2: <laughs> I seen him freak out. I was like, what is he doing? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like he's I, saying
0: something we don't. You know, <laughs> it just, I was like, "Oh crap!" I lost something,
3: but it, it just shrunk down at the on the toolbar. So.
0: What, one thing I, found I that I wasn't prepared for because I've never seen Ben Boone work before this mm-hmm. before this past weekend is he's down there in the corner and he's reaching into his trunks and I go, "I'm going, oh dear God, what is he doing?" And then he came out with the rose petals but I didn't know what to expect. You know, I, I'm I'm thinking to myself, this is a family friendly show and he's got his hands down his trunks. Now (laughs) the last couple of wrestlers I've seen with their hands down their trunks weren't going after rose petals. Right. (laughs) Um, you know, I saw, I, I I watched a a show at at Rockstar last year. Uh, and Moose was one of the uh, impact stars that was there and he reached into his trunks and, Allegedly got a whole bunch of stank he was going to rub in the other and his opponent's face, so it's like Ben can't be doing this, All right?
3: <laughs> and that's new. He hasn't been doing that. No, like, he, I, that was the first time I saw the bachelor
2: character do that
3: as well, right? I mean, he hasn't been doing it
2: much. Yeah, he, I don't. I don't think he did it the last time he was with us, like at right. the Arnold and stuff. Which reminds me, from now on. Um, if I forget, somebody please send me a message to put a broom in our van. Because <laughs> so, I looked all over the fair, and there was not one broom anywhere. <laughs> but there was an American flag. Because yeah. I, can't, I
3: rant about this all the time. I've been this on so many, and OCW was guilty of this, too. So many shows, no U.S. flag. So you right. stand flag. <laughs> you're standing, looking around with an anthem,
2: <laughs> Everybody's turned in different directions. Right,
0: exactly. <laughs> Oh, well, we actually had there was two, two flags. Flag. <laughs> there, was, there was two flags there.
2: Oh, was there? I only saw the one, like, in the center.
0: There was, one, there was one on the podium on on a flagpole. Uh, over Oh, yeah, the boxing yeah. Ring.
3: Yep. Yep. You're and right. So there I'm was right another about. one? Because that's the one I turned to. That's the one Matt and I turned to. We yeah, were, no, there was
2: one right above you guys. There was and one, there's one right, right above
3: you, yeah. See, I didn't even look up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so – how about the um, the James Avery and James Roenick match, um, student versus teacher? There was a swerve in that match I wasn't expecting. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep, that, that's Avery for you. And, uh, but, yeah, I actually thought it was a very good match. You know, JR went in there and did his thing, or James Roenick now. Uh, <laughs> he went in there and did his thing, and, uh, you know, he did very well. Held his own. Um, And I'm I'm sure there was nerves there because he told a story of where him and his father always talked about, you know, if if wrestling ever came to the Ohio state fair that they would go. And, uh, and I guess I I don't know how many years uh, professional wrestling hasn't been at the fair, but we were the first to bring it back, I guess, and apparently a long time. So uh, I know him being there was like a special thing for him on top of it. He's in the ring with his trainer and his teacher. He's going to, grill him you know and and basically if he does anything wrong he's going to be he's going to know it (laughs) so so uh it was good to see they worked well together it was a great match the finish you know I was fine with the finish you know it is what it is I yeah I was good with it it worked so um but yeah I think they did I think he did very well
0: well the the finish caught me off guard and I'm going wait wait a second
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's new high wrestling for you but you
0: know (laughs) Kudos, kudos to JR, uh, but we still need to have somebody. I know Matt Taylor ch- chokeslammed him last time yeah. Kickmaster, but he really needs a chokeslam from like Onyx or something.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to throw it out there. I think it was, wasn't it 2007 was the last time wrestling was at OSU? I honestly don't
2: know. 2010. 2010?
3: 2010? Popped
1: up on the first. It was an NWA show that the, I was actually at. Oh, okay. So uh, eight
2: years ago. Okay. So that was the, the or nine years Scott ago. Scott
3: Steiner, Abyss yeah. was there. Is that it? PT? Okay. Yep. So it's 2010. Okay. Yep.
1: All
3: right. I thought your, it
1: was your partner, your partner in crime was
3: on that show too. Oh, my partner in crime. Yes. Yep. The hot commodity, Matt Mason. Yep. Yep. Oh man. Uh, you know what? Can I just take a minute to put him over? If I'm mad, go for <laughs> it. Okay. Because I'm, I'm being serious. It, it's, uh, it's really a an, a privilege and it's so nice to work with matt um, because we we just got the personality and the chemistry that just clicks i can't explain mm-hmm. it and uh you know i know matt much like myself can be hard on himself um, you know uh, i i think he probably might be a little bit miffed at me but you know he he at times through the weekend was not sure that we were clicking on all cylinders and we were we were um and i I respect that that you know he wants to go out there and do the very best that he can on color commentary, much like I want to do the very best that I can on what I play um but I couldn't have asked for a better partner um you know, so I mean it's always fun, I always look forward to it um so you know, Matt, if you're listening, you're the best partner man i couldn't have i-, I couldn't <laughs> ask for a better partner, dude, so there you go, put him over
2: yeah. a little bit yeah he he's always been like that, like I said, I've known him for we 22 years now, 21, 22 years. And, uh, he was one of my, like when I was wrestling him and tank Sherman tank, they were in roadblock. Those were like my three top opponents and Marcus Dillon. He was mostly my partner though. So I didn't feud with him a whole lot, but I did. But, um, you know, I wrestled Matt many times and he would do the same thing in the ring. You know, we could go out and have a great match, make no mistakes, have the crowd hot, do everything we were supposed to do and he'd walk through the curtain oh man that was like that was shit I, I sucked that was I you know, that was total crap and I'm like dude you did fine it was great you know yeah but, I mean he's sure. always been like that. and that's probably what makes him as good as he is you know and the things he does is mm-hmm. he's hard on himself and he pushes himself mm-hmm. so that's not necessarily a bad quality
3: no no no, and I'm guilty of doing it too. So I can totally understand where his head's at. But uh, yep. you know, Matt, you, you killed it this weekend. Don't worry about it, man.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, let's, uh, you know, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about really somebody that was there that did triple duty uh, and I'm pat sorry, the bruiser.
1: I'm not sure about
2: that. Well, we're sure about it because we were there. I'm sure about that. <laughs>
0: I, do, I don't know why my I don't know why she started talking. I don't,
2: I don't know why she's trying to talk crap for. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I try not to spit water out. <laughs> you better recognize.
2: No, but, but yeah, no, but yeah, Pat really stepped up, and again, that was more that was more of uh, where we were running short on time on matches. And, uh, you know, because Saturday night we had to do four hours and I booked 11 matches thinking we would be close and we were still going to run short and end early. And, uh, yeah, so he just stepped right up. Him and Celeste went out and had him a match. And then uh, they came up They came with up to me with a, a six-man idea. I don't remember who it was that first approached me, but there's many of them. And he around and did a you know, war horse, Jake Ely and the winners. You know, they brought out a six man, which they always like to do that kind of stuff for fun. They do it at the Arnold too. And I used to do the same thing. If I could get some, you know, a match and there were some people I like, you know, to get in there and have fun, I'd do it. But uh, yeah, yeah. Pat the Bruiser, he, he worked his butt off. A lot of them did, you know, crosshairs. You know, he went out and had multiple matches. They all, you know, they all worked their butts off. No, but I'm, yeah, not, Pat,
0: I'm you know. not selling anybody short. By right, any stretch, right. You know.
2: Yeah, but Pat, he he pulled, like you said, he pulled triple duty that night, and, and he probably would have won again if we'd asked him. You know, he, he's just one of those type of people.
0: Um, you know, another match that uh, I don't know quite what to say about it, um, but War Horse versus the Black and Blue Crew. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, that match was uh, – I was looking forward to it. I was expecting an all-out street fight out in the crowd, uh, you know, all over the place. And they ended up keeping it in the ring, which you know was fine. But yeah, that was a that was a lot of beef in the ring at one but, time.
0: But, you know, Cyrus, Cyrus, Poe, you can't unsee <laughs> that. That. <laughs> yeah. And all I saw in my head was Bastion Burger.
2: Yeah, uh, that's what everybody says. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's why he wears that, that outfit like that just to get the, just to get that out of people.
0: I, I'm but, just looking at this, going, "Oh my god." I mean not, I'm not one
2: to talk, but Yeah, you just saw Bastion. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I, I earlier hey, actually
1: Jim, Jim, I heard him say in the back that he had one for you too. <laughs> uh
2: it wouldn't surprise
0: me. <laughs> New tag team.
2: New tag team. Yeah, no, uh actually kudos to him if I could real quick because sure. he actually uh had like severe back pain during that match. Uh he's he's got something going on with his back and I could tell something was wrong just by watching him walk to the ring. Yeah. Because I, like I said, I, I, I came into business in 97 and I think uh, him and Tommy Chill came in around 98 or so. It was just a little after me. Mm-hmm. So I've been around Tommy Chill and Cyrus Poe many, many years myself, you know, as well. So I know what he looks like when he's walking to the ring. And I could obviously tell that just watching him walk through the ring that something wasn't right. And uh, so, you know, even though his back was hurting him and he probably shouldn't have been out there, he did not do it. He went out there and just, you know, manned up and tough through it like he always does. So uh you know kudos to him for you know doing what he did and getting in what he could uh with his back problems and you know we hope he he can get his back fixed and uh and get going again.
0: Yes. And of course we talked about uh Katie and Zoe. They phenomenal job. Katie's really professional, Zoe's really professional. We got to talk about Robbie Starr and Matt Taylor, uh New Ohio Wrestling Championship Saturday night. Sorry Matt. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that one I was kind of nervous about, because um, like I said, uh, we posted, you know, Friday night that Matt you know, had finally you know, gotten over on the winners and became the new now champion. And we just got like phenomenal feedback, uh, like all of his uh, friends and family. Like, people that's never commented on anything we've ever posted were commenting, you know, congratulations, Matt, and, like, his friends was tagging him, like, hey, look what Matt did, so all these people was, like, congratulating him, and uh, we knew what was coming, and I was like, oh, man, I'm gonna, you know, we're gonna be so hated, and then uh, that night, I saw, you know, his sons and his, his uh, girlfriend, fiance, and uh, his, uh, mom and i was like oh crap i was like i "I feel feel so bad now and uh but i mean it went over well you know his son was mad at robbie which know that was the point but um yeah and even his uh, even ashley booed me as she walked by (laughs) yeah she was laughing and joking she booed me which i expected so that was fun but um yeah it was definitely something that we wanted to do um i mean there's a method to the madness obviously and uh but um Yeah, we wanted to – it was our first time at the fair, you know, and we had the fair people watching us. We had the Arnold people there watching us. So we wanted to do something special for the weekend to just kind of, you know, make it feel like it was a big, you know, a big event, like a big match event. So uh, that was kind of the reason behind it. But like I said, there is a method to the madness. Um, I'm not going to reveal anything else, but – yeah, but yeah. So sorry, Matt. You know, thank you for stepping up and doing
0: it. What <laughs> did did you see that one fan? Oh, he was indignant. The
2: guy in the red
0: shirt. Yes. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah,
2: he come he, over to he, he come over to uh, John and Matt there and was like complaining to them. I think.
0: Oh, <laughs>
3: that dude. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, he was he cheated. He cheated.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, and then there was another gentleman, and I felt horrible about it who in a middle and I don't remember what match it was but in a middle match come over and started trying to talk to me and I literally did the like like finger in his face because I was trying to keep things going and then he disappeared because I was in between matches going to go and apologize and go I'm very sorry I was rude to you I didn't mean to be but calling this match I can't stop and talk to you you know and I couldn't even say hey I'll talk to you later like the match was going the dude right. disappeared, so I don't know if that guy ever hears this or sees this. Sorry, I wasn't trying to be rude yeah. be a jerk, but in the process of trying to keep things going and, and whatnot, um, you know, I had to kind of cut him off.
0: Yeah.
2: Sometimes, like I said, sometimes fans don't get it, and they do that stuff. Just like uh, Dirk, he said there was a fan that kept getting closer and closer and closer to the ring as, like, matches and time went on. And he was having trouble getting around him with the camera, so he said he literally just like put his hand out and just like pushed him back. I was like, you know, man, you got to back up, dude. You know, sometimes you just got to do that, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, but um, yeah, maybe anyway, I said maybe we could get you a sign that says, you know, I'm I'm on live. I'll talk to you in a second. <laughs> and when they come up, you can just like hold it up, <laughs>
3: you know, like, like they do for Saturday Night Live. They have the live like red light that turns on on the yeah, desk.
0: Yeah, right. right.
3: Okay.
2: <laughs> there you
0: go. <laughs> Uh, can anybody think of any uh, <coughs> any really funny stories other than what we've already talked about? Um, I mean, such, so much went on this weekend. It was such a great weekend, but things happened behind the scenes. I mean, there's laughs to be had. Uh, I personally, you know, me being the, the, I'm still consider myself the new guy here. I mean, I've been with you guys for a year. I've announced, Couple of dozen matches between this and the Arnold. Um, still getting used to how the wrestlers are. And when I announced uh, when I announced the uh, Avery Jr. match, <clears throat> Avery did his shtick where he falls off the off the ring rope. And on Friday, I saw him do it several times, and I felt like I got ahead of myself and started to introduce Jr. And I heard Avery go, nope, no, nope, uh, ah, never mind." So I personally thought I had done something wrong. Mm -hmm. That's just Avery. (laughs) Yeah. So here I am. I'm like, geez, now he's going to be mad. I'm sitting there for half the night until I can catch up. I was like, he's mad at me for stepping over his gimmick. Yada, yada, yada. And I walked back to him. I said, I said, James, I said, I'm sorry if I stepped on your gimmick. He looked at me. He goes, dude, I'm a heel. (laughs) Hey,
3: Hey, Jim, at least he didn't, at least he didn't take your jacket from the back and wear it to the ring as his own as he did to me one time. So (laughs) yeah, uh huh.
0: but he did tell me, he said, if I'd had a problem, I'd have pulled you to the side and let you know about it. Oh yeah. Um, Yeah,
2: He's a great trainer and stuff. So yeah. And he he even actually asked me about you in the back of who you were and, and your background. And I told him so. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, he's, he's paying attention.
0: Okay, and and I just, you know, I want to do by right, right by the wrestlers. And, you know, if they want to, you know, I've seen wrestlers getting, well, Queen Amy got in my face the very first time I stepped into a ring. <laughs> you know, so I, I just want to be able to do that and and be able to play off it um, just to make the show even better. So it was, you know, I, I felt bad, but I don't feel bad anymore.
2: <laughs> yeah, just go to some old OCW matches and watch John in there in the ring. Okay. That yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, but he, was there, he was their uh, announcer for years, and he did real well.
3: Okay. Thanks. Um, I think that probably Dirk has lots of audio. That was um, hilarious <laughs> because there were several mess-ups that, uh, yeah, that probably get a chuckle from, from the fans if they only knew how many intros we had to redo. Um, <laughs> which the first – the first one, I messed up three times in a row, and Matt's just staring at me, and I'm like, "What?" He goes, "You're messing up now. We're doomed." I'm like, "Shut up! Get it all out! all out of my system now!" Move counts.
2: So what I you're saying it, is, Dirk's going to charge weird. me double for editing? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> It'll be worth it. <laughs> yeah. What were some of your moments, Peach?
1: Uh, just, you know, the, the one that really sticks out to me is when, uh, you know, Jim was distracting the bell ringer. Um, I, was waiting I, this. I, I just, you know, it's, 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 she's easily distracted and he knew it and he, I think he did it on purpose, but you know, other than that, she held it together pretty good.
0: Now um, she, she didn't understand when I was announcing the Onyx, um, Chris Moore match, she didn't I, she's the music's playing, and I'm just standing there. And she's going, "What are you doing?" She's looking at me, going, <laughs> yeah, "What are you yeah. doing?" And I just said, "I, I, I motioned, to just relax, you know." Just, and she's like, "He's coming." I got this. Was that was it
3: because you did like the old the Memphis, uh, style. old school announcing? Okay yeah, okay,
0: yeah, 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 okay. And she didn't understand that. And she she's like, "Okay, my husband's up there. He's not saying anything. And here come the wrestlers." Um, but she she didn't know that we were doing it Memphis style for the championship matches, and yeah. um, it threw her off. So when I came down, I'm explaining it to her, and Peachy's going to ring the bell, and she's looking wholly <laughs> at me.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think the ding think ling the bell ringer and Peachy Rodriguez have, like, this love-hate relationship that I think is hilarious. <laughs> so we might have to turn that into
0: a little gimmick or something. <laughs> Yeah, why not? She, I know she'd love to do it. <laughs> <laughs> just a just a bust, cheap balls. I mean.
2: yeah, yeah, and to to keep uh on on line with Chris, she was probably one. She's one of two of my funniest moments that I thought that I got the biggest kick out of. Okay, um, it was her and and my wife Terry. And just watching them both have meltdowns. I mean, I don't know why I think that's funny, but I do. Because, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm stressed to the hilt, too, and I've, I've had my share of meltdowns. But she was, uh, like Chris was setting up all the chairs, and and her and, and Papa Smurf and, and uh, Shelby, they set up all them chairs and got everything looking really nice for the Saturday show. And then, like we had mentioned earlier, the fair people come in to sit down and eat their food and to chat and the rest. And they started turning all the chairs. And they, like, said she just like flipped out and she was like yelling and cussing. And <laughs> I'm like, settle down, it's fine. They're like, we'll straighten them back up. And uh, so, I mean, that to me was funny, just to watch her have a meltdown about the chairs. And I know how particular she is and and she worked her butt off, you know, kudos to her for, she was on top of everything, helping out, doing what she could.
3: Yeah.
2: And then, uh, and then Terry had a little bit of a meltdown when we were getting close to bell time on Saturday and everybody wasn't there. And, uh, so she started spazzing a little bit about, you know, getting, you know, finding the rest or seeing where everybody was. And you could just tell she was like, her brain was just, ah, oh, we're freaking out, you know. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, it's all right, baby. Yes, dear. Yes, dear. And I'm in my, in the back of my mind, I'm cracking up laughing. I was like, this girl's freaking out. And uh, so, I mean, stuff like that is, yeah, you know, it makes me laugh and stuff. We'll probably have to get them a couple uh, margaritas before the shows or something or sangrias or something just to calm them down a little bit. But uh, so those are two things that stuck out as funny moments in my mind was watching the women freak out. <laughs> and, you know, one thing oh, for the listeners at home. Lying. Oh, sorry. I was Go gonna ahead. Say for, the, for the listeners at home, I mean,
3: the reason why that freak out was happening was there was just so much traffic coming in on Saturday. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. so many of our guys were tr- stuck in that. And literally I-71 was a parking lot.
2: Mm -hmm. oh yeah yeah people were texting me and they were telling me it was like 45 minutes to get in an hour to get in and that's I mean I understood it that's why I wasn't really in panic mode I'm like it'll work out it'll all be good but I mean Terry she's just so she just wants everything to run so so good and she wants to do such a good job that she's she just like you know if everything isn't running smooth you know she starts to get into panic mode or freak out mode And, and I don't like I said I don't know I get a kick out of it just to watch her do it but like I said I've been with her 26 years. So I'm used to it. So I just kind of like laugh about it and stuff. And And I uh, thought
1: it was funny when, when you guys came out of the trailer and you walked right past me and she stops and asks me where a couple of guys are at. And then you call me and say, Hey, where are you at? Where, where are these people at? And I'm like, (laughs) let's talk to Gary about it. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, I swear I didn't even see you. Oh, (laughs) what, what tickled me about Chris was, um, you know, first of all, Mike Knapp didn't even know he was booked or forgot he was booked until a couple of days before the show mm-hmm. um, for the other ring announcer. And when she found out that he was stuck in traffic, she's all, you might have to announce the whole show. No, 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 no. It's like, <laughs> okay, if I do, I do. <laughs> Relax. Oh, yeah. I'll get through it.
2: I said that's the well, that's the women though. It's funny to like I said it's funny to me to to watch that all unfold and and sometimes I'll like poke the bear and I'll just add stuff to it and just to keep her going. But uh, yeah, it's it's fun.
0: If I want to poke the bear, I just send peachy after her.
2: Yeah, that's all you got to do with Chris. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get we'll get that zipper malfunction taken care of for you, Jim. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's what we'll do. If she starts freaking out or getting you know, getting too crazy, we'll just send Peachy in. Like, Peachy, go, go take care of that. <laughs> <laughs> got it.
0: <laughs> and, you know, I've also got to give kudos to my, my daughter, Shelby, um, mm-hmm. for taking care of all the ring gear for the wrestlers. Um, yep. A lot of them were pleasantly surprised to see somebody taking care of their gear for them.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep, she did. She worked her butt off, too. So, that, you know, all three of you guys the whole weekend were just – on top of it you know everybody really i mean was, uh, yeah. for for our first time at the fair and like i said i've done the arnold event which was you know yeah the, the 16 hours of content in two days so yeah. these weren't as big as that but it's still a big undertaking and nerve-wracking as all get out but i mean for the most part for what we d- were doing and the, the crowds we had to work around i think everything went pretty much flawlessly And when issues did come up, they were handled quickly. Everybody was on their game, you know, from the people in the back to the wrestlers to the management to, like, everybody. You know, everybody just chipped in and helped out where they were. Like I said, the six-man match with uh, Warhorse War and the winners, I didn't even plan that or I didn't even think of that. They came to me and was like, hey, you know, we're going to do a six-man this, 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 and that. What do you think? And I'm like, sounds great. Go for it. You know, we got some time. So, like everybody was, was you know, is professional enough to see what's going on and they stepped up. And I just, like I said, it, it, for what it was and as big an undertaking as it was, and us being our first time and, you know, first time there and having Arnold's people's eyes on us and having the Ferris people's eyes on us, uh, I couldn't ask for anything better. I think everybody was just, you know, on their game.
0: I, I couldn't agree with you more, Donnie. Um, just everything was handled in a timely manner, um, from from start to finish. I mean, it was great. I, I don't know what else we can say more. That we can say about it that you said it was a. It did we impressed the fair pretty much? Mm-hmm. Didn't we? Yeah they they yeah.
2: came at me they came at me uh, Friday night. And again, uh, Saturday when we got there and already told us that we'd be back before we even did our Saturday event. So just our two hours of them seeing us, seeing us those short two hours Friday and then plus all the setup. And, uh, you know, Deborah, the lady I'm working with at the fair, you know, she was just happy with everything we did. And she was more concerned, oddly enough, that we were happy with them. And uh, as opposed to uh, us being happy with you know, her being happy with us. But uh, yeah, so we yeah, it it only took the first show Friday for her to realize that, you know, we were legit and that we were coming back. So and like I said, that just again that go, that's a that's a credit to everybody involved, and uh, the professionalism and and uh, just stepping up and doing what we do, just like what the Arnold doing. We and the Arnold we proved ourselves, showed that we belong, and we just did the same thing with the fair. So you know, like I said, the people we're surrounding ourselves with. Uh, you know, that's, there's a reason we're doing that, you know. Uh, it's working. Yeah, and I, I think that, uh, again, just to reiterate what we talked about
3: before, it, this is a big deal. Uh, Peachy mentioned it. has been mm-hmm. eight years since there's been pro wrestling at the Ohio State Fair. And prior to that, I don't even know when the last time was prior to 2010. So this is a huge, huge deal. And it's, you know, it, it's an honor. It's a privilege. And it's awesome to be able to – Entertain all those people down there at the fairgrounds.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree, even though I'm not Donnie Hoover. <laughs> yeah, on the screen, <laughs> yeah.
2: did anybody have a favorite match? Like I said, I, I can't really answer this one because me doing what I do, I run around and I don't get to watch all the matches. I'll get to watch like bits and pieces of most of them. But uh, what what was your guys' favorite matches, do you think?
0: Um, I really enjoyed the Fields Taylor match. Mm uh-huh. hmm. It was a little nerve-wracking at one point, but uh, it, it was a, a well-done match um, in spite of the one spot that... The Spanish fly off the yeah, top. Yeah, <laughs> that's it.
2: <laughs> no, yeah, that made, I think I made a lot of people nervous watching that.
0: The ropes were a little loose on that one. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it, it brought a... Once it hit, it got a huge pop. I know that much. But uh, to see... Uh, those two working at it and um, and to see Matt win the belt, however short it may be, and to see all the kids uh, lining up. I think that impressed me more, just seeing all the kids that wanted to have their picture taken with the champ. Mm-hmm. That makes everything worth it, in my opinion. I mean, me not being a wrestler, if I was a wrestler and I got out of a ring and a bunch of kids want a picture with me, I think that would just be the best.
3: I think if I'm going to pick a favorite match uh I'm I'm going to go with the ladies match. I really thought it was probably one of the best ladies matches I've seen uh in a while and I think they told a very good story. Uh so I that that would get my vote. This is tough. Oh it well, is. It's cuz I cuz there's
1: so many of them, you know. Um the one that I think that I think impressed more people than than what I thought it would was Onyx and Chris Moore. Um, you know, it, it's not too many people that could come in and almost match up size wise with Onyx, but then ha- just have a decent match. And usually you don't get that out of two big guys like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and the crowd was into it, you know, and it was just a solid match all the way around. Um, and I, and I think Chris, you know, opened up a lot of eyes and, you know, and, and Onyx had a good time, and, and Chris had a good time, and, you know, I, I'm, I, I was really happy with how it turned out.
0: Agreed. You know, I got to say, Peachy, uh, uh, when I saw Chris Moore come out, I was like, oh, my God, he's almost as big as Onyx. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he just had that look. I mean, he had that heel look going that just said, I'm going to just step on you and, and rub you into the dirt if you get in my way.
1: The the first time that that I uh, well the, the the second time I'll say the second time that I I saw him on a show uh, I had been around him all day and he had had a like a big baggy sweatshirt on and I didn't get to see him when he was you know before he came out for his match and he walked through the curtain and I was like where's that guy been at for the last two days I I I haven't seen him because I didn't realize he was as big as what he was. And, you know, and, and I've told him that multiple times and it's just, you know, he laughs now, but it's like, it, it's funny seeing other people see him and go, oh, wow, he, he's mm-hmm. he's in good shape. You know, he's, he's for being a big guy, he's in good shape, you know. So it's, it's I always find it funny that pe- that people are impressed with his size because they don't see it when he has his, just
0: his normal street clothes on. Mm-hmm. Anybody
2: else? Yeah, you know, like I said, I I really didn't get a chance to sit down and watch a whole match. I just got to solve, see bits and pieces, um, just things that stick out to me. War Horse. I'm becoming a big fan of Warhorse. Yeah. I think it's a great tag team. I love their new look. Uh, they they just click well together, and just even watching them walk to the ring is like intimidating and impressive and stuff. Mm-hmm. The way they the way they do it. Um, so, uh, and I've heard other people mention that yeah you know, they're they're becoming big fans of warhorse yeah. so um yeah they stood out you know like i said a lot of things stood out the three way dance like i said baker stepped up and impressed me a lot and and i'm glad cuz i i love the baker he's a great dude um yeah like i said you know Sless always does good i mean like i said every match was really good i didn't there wasn't really a bad bad match that i can point out But um, yeah. So the Spanish fly, so I could see, I seen spots. So like the Spanish fly stood out because I was nervous as well. And uh, yeah, like I said, uh, a whole lot more I didn't really get to see because I was running around doing whatever promoters do and putting out fires and whatever. But um, yeah. So that's kind of stuff that stood out to me. But uh, yeah. Warhorse is really uh is really catching my eye, and I I really, I'm really liking them. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. But I think you summed it up nicely Donnie. there wasn't a ba- there wasn't a bad match I mean every match had its merits right mm-hmm. and that's i mean sometimes that's a that's a rare when you in and, and shows like this where you don't have a bad match or you know a botch filled match and to have something uh, you know both days that that were quality matches without any issues uh is a testament to the talent that uh, was working Mm -hmm. those days. Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. We figured we did six matches on Friday and ended up being 13 on Saturday. So we did 19 matches and all of them were, you know, pretty quality matches. So, um, you know, yeah. So kudos to all those, all those uh, guys and gals in the ring. You know, they came out and did their thing like they always do. And I couldn't be more proud of them.
0: Agreed. Well, um, I think we pretty much covered uh, <laughs> new Ohio wrestling at the Ohio State Fair 2019. Um, any closing thoughts before we uh, go off the air, guys?
2: I don't have anything. <laughs> All right, yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, the only thing I got is uh, I can announce that we will be back at the fair, the dates that they want us to do. I do not know yet. Um, we only did two days this year, but I think they want us to do more next year. So I don't know if we're going to be doing three dates or five. Um, that's what we have to go meet with them about coming up here after a while. But uh, so we will be back at the fair. So, you know, thanks to everybody that was a you know a part of it. Um, we couldn't have get, you know, made it happen without everybody. Uh, and also the Arnold, uh, same thing, you know, Lee from the Arnold was there both days. She's a lady that runs the kids and teens expo that we, we do at the Brooker building and she had a blast and, and uh, she was just – she kept coming up to me and just smiling and laughing. And she's like, I cannot believe how many people actually, you know, get into this stuff. She's like, it, st- it still just surprises me how many people really like this stuff. And I was like, I told you, you know, like there's a lot of closet wrestling fans out there. <laughs> like, like there's more people that like wrestling than you realize. And she's like, I'm starting to see that. So, I mean, to, yeah, to go there and to impress the lady that runs the Arnold Kids and Teens Expo and then also to impress the lady that, that uh, you know, puts on the events at the fair that we're dealing with was uh it was great for me you know it's something that you know even if we shut down tomorrow it's it's an accomplishment that somebody can't take away from any of us you know yeah. so um we can always say we did that no matter what so but uh, yeah as of right now you know we're, we're going to be back at the Arnold in, in March we're going to be back at the fair in July August and I'll let everybody know when we find things out
0: Well, let's also not forget uh, that if anybody listening or or watching uh, this episode uh, is interested in seeing uh, other new Ohio wrestling shows, uh, they can check us out on the Fight Network app, that's Mm -hmm. F-I-T-E, and we've got several shows up there and more shows coming.
2: Yep, and actually, I just actually uh, uploaded uh, now 8, 10, and 11 last night, Um, so Mm -hmm. we'll have our first well now one through eleven minus now nine will be up there, so um, yeah, so you guys can go back and see any, you know, any of that the two Arnolds you know, all the stuff and as soon as the fair the fair uh, event gets edited and done i'm gonna uh, that'll be uh, up on Fight TV as well.
0: So check us out on the Fight Network. Um, you can check out New Ohio wrestling on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter as well as the Wrestle Horror podcast. <laughs>
3: um,
0: so in closing, let me just say thank you to uh, Donnie Hoover, John Orlando, Peachy Rodriguez. I'm Meat Hook Jim. You guys have a great night and we'll catch you on the next show. See ya. See ya. Thanks for listening. Make sure you follow us on all of our social media outlets. Facebook.com backslash WrestleHorror. Instagram at WrestleHorror. Twitter, at Wrestle Horror. on our YouTube channel, the Wrestle Horror Channel. Also, you can find us at www.wrestlehorror.com.